Hello, my name is Claire and welcome to the Loud and Clear Accounting podcast. This is the accountancy podcast where I answer accountancy-based questions. Now, in this second series, we're focusing on getting paid. So that's everything from you raising a sales invoice to your client, to your client then paying you, and you ultimately then paying yourself. So turning your business's profits into personal income. Now, in the last couple of episodes, I've focused on how you pay yourself. So we've gone through how you pay yourself if you're self-employed and then looking at how you pay yourself if you trade through a limited company. So we've gone through taking an official salary and then taking dividends. In today's episode, I'm going to be answering the question on how you repay your student loan. Now, as always, before I answer the question, I need to do my two quick disclosures. So the first is that I'm a UK-based accountant, so I'm going to be giving advice to UK-based businesses. And the second is that because I'm currently talking to myself, I'm going to have to generalise my advice. And in order to keep the podcast episodes as short as I can, there are times where I'm going to have to simplify things as well. So just those two things to be aware of if you're planning on taking any action based upon what you've heard on these episodes. So that's the disclosures out of the way. Let's answer the question. So how are you now going to repay your student loan now you're working for yourself? So if you've previously been employed, you've probably noticed that student loan has been deducted from your pay every month. So it's been something that has gone up and down depending on your income, but you've never had to think about it before. It's just been repaid for you. Now, this is going to change slightly now that you're working for yourself and student loan could become a little bit more painful. And the reason being is that you're no longer going to be paying it monthly. So if you are self-employed, what will happen is that at the end of your tax year or any end of the tax year, so the 6th of April through to the deadline on the 31st of January, you will be completing your self-assessment. You will put on there the income and expenditure of your self-employment, and then you will be taxed on your profits. And your student loan will be included within that. So any profit that you make above your repayment threshold, and that will change depending on what plan you're on. It's normally sort of around about the 19,000, 20,000 depending. Anything above that will have the student loan put on. And so you will be paying it in one lump sum along with all of your tax and along with all of your national insurance. And so it will make your tax payment feel a lot higher. So if you do have a student loan, I really recommend, you know, saving a little bit more than I've mentioned previously so you've got enough to put aside because that will be an extra 9% on top of the 20% tax on top of the 9% national insurance, obviously depending on your rates and how much profit you make. But that's what will happen. If you are trained through a limited company, you will need to declare on your salary that you've got a student loan. But if your salary is below that repayment threshold, you won't actually be making any sort of payments monthly. Instead, again, it will be pushed towards your self-assessment. So 
on your self-assessment, you will enter your employment details from your P60, and then you will enter your dividend income in the dividend income section. And then again, any income that you've got over that repayment threshold, you will be paying student loan repayments. So in each situation, although how it's calculated will be a little bit different, you will be paying student loan in one lump sum at the year end on either your self-employment profits or along with your dividend tax. One thing I will add is that student loan is not included in your payments on account. So student loan will always be one lump sum. It's never going to be split between those two payments. So keep that in mind. And then another thing is that HMRC are merely a collection agency. So they don't know how much student loan that you have left. All they know is that you are due to repay it and you will be paying it on any profits or any income above that repayment threshold. So if you're getting close to paying off your student loan, it may be easier to pay the balance off directly with the student loan company. Because as I said, if you had, you know, let's just say you had a thousand pounds left on your student loan. If you had enough profits or enough dividend income, which meant that you had to pay 2,000 student loan through your self-assessment, HMRC will demand that 2,000 pounds. They will then pass that over to the student loan company. They will realise that you've overpaid and they will refund the money. But that's not always a quick process. So sometimes it's easier to just keep an eye on that student loan if it's being paid down and then pay off any sort of small balance that you've got left rather than have that delayed process of waiting for a refund. But I hope that helps. It is just more of a case of if student loan hasn't been something that you've thought about before, it's no longer going to be taken monthly. It's going to be one large payment every sort of January when you pay tax on your self-assessment or your dividend tax. I think that's probably concluded a lot of the personal income. In the next week's episode, I'm going to move on to just quickly talking about pensions. So as always, I hope that makes sense and I will see you next week. Mm-hmm.